The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. HN has one, quote, global rule. Don't post, request, or link to any content that is illegal in the United States. But that hasn't stopped the creation and spread of dangerous content. It has been connected to the circulation of child porn. Um, it ha- is a place where people are routinely doxxed um, for, you know, going against something that the people on HN believe in. Um, it has, you know, white supremacist uh, memes and views are not uncommon there. Um, it's sort of a free-for-all of all of the worst things that can possibly happen online in, like, one board. Wow. All of the worst things that can happen online on one board, 8chan. I spent a fair amount of time on there reading stuff yesterday as I became aware of its role in so many things in society, including the shooting on Saturday in which the uh, stupid, lazy, coward, murderous, scumbag, idiot, uh, posted his manifesto on there right before he went and shot all those people. Joe Harwell is a tech reporter covering artificial intelligence and other issues for the Washington Post and certainly no stranger to the web and its dark corners. Drew joins us now. Hello, Drew. How are you? Hey, I'm okay. How are you? Uh, other than sickened and troubled uh, like the rest of us. Yeah. So listen, we got a little intro on what 8chan is, but uh, I think it's worth repeating that if it were shut down today, something would replace it tomorrow. What goes on in these corners of the web? I mean, imagine like one of the worst parts of the Internet with all of the most vile sort of content and memes you can guess every flavor of racism, sexism, anti-Semitism, anti-everything. It all has a refuge in 8chan. Um, 8chan is an anonymous message board. No one gives their name and everything is. Um, open to discussion. And so, you know, it's become sort of a a drain pipe, really, for uh, everything that anyone wants to talk about online. So you end up seeing, I mean, this year we have seen 
three mass shootings, including Christchurch and El Paso on Saturday, that began with gunmen going onto the board and posting their hateful spreed manifestos on 8chan, knowing that that's a place where they could post it and it wouldn't be deleted. They, they knew they would be celebrated and have a, a welcome audience. And, and 8chan, for those administrators have allowed that. So they've been sort of, you know, more than even complicit. They've been um, providing the support for, for that kind of online hate. Yeah, I was going to ask that. So, yeah, with these forums, you have to have an administrator just to keep the thing working. Do they not... Uh, are they in agreement with all these people, or do they just not care? Are they making ad revenue off of this? Uh, how does that work? Achan is its own fiefdom, really. I mean, it's a, it's the pet project of its of its owners, and it's it's not connected to a lot of the tech companies that would traditionally exert this kind of pressure. They don't sell ads. They don't depend on Facebook, and so they get to operate pretty much as their own little cloistered you know, hermit kingdom. Um, and so, you know, th- they can get some pressure from the few companies they work with, but they're they're allowed to sort of set their own rules. And, and that creates, you know, the, the environment that we've seen this weekend. And would it be fair to say that there's nothing unique about 8chan uh, that couldn't be replaced tomorrow? It is where angry, hateful people know they can express their anger and hate and be reinforced. Yeah, that's right. I mean, people know that they can express those views. And also people end up going there because, you know, they, they're, they're turned on by something else. And then they get further radicalized. They, they see the memes. And, and that's a big part of the 8chan sort of ethos, too, is, is turning normies, turning mainstream normal people uh, onto their hateful cause, whether it's, you know, the, the, the views expressed from the El Paso shooter and that there was, you know, this quote unquote Hispanic invasion which is ridiculous, or, you know, any other sort of neo-Nazi sort of hate hate speech. It, it, it all happens on HN, and, and it's all sort of celebrated there. Is there a way for the FBI to see a, somebody, that guy's clearly, you know, is a white supremacist or a, on the verge or whatever. Is there a way for them to figure out who made a posting and keep an eye on them, or is that impossible? It's pretty much impossible. Um, you know, this site has baked anonymity into its DNA so much that every post is just given a new number every time somebody, but there's no user profiles. That's, that's part of how everybody talks with each other. And they refer to each other as anons, anonymous people. Um, but you know, the FBI has filed search warrants for HN. They, they've sought to seek out more information, including after the synagogue shooting in, in Poway outside San Diego, that was also tied to HN. They have, clearly seen this as a place where um, a lot of this extremist crap happens. And, you know, terror and extremist experts have sort of said HN really doesn't look that differently than a lot of the Islamic State um, Al-Qaeda sites that we were talking about after 9-11. It's right. the same exact playbook. So so they do watch, but, you know, they're, they're, they're limited in, in what they can do. And, and that's part of why people end up going to HN over anywhere else. Drew Harwell covers tech for the WAPO. Uh, Drew, I appreciate you pointing that out. And for just directly to our listeners who may be tuning in for the first time this morning, we've been talking for hours about the fact that those obsessing with a particular ideology are missing the fundamental question about all these shootings, that it is almost exclusively young men, in the case of Las Vegas, an older guy, but people wanting to uh, express their anger 
and their hatred, and they may latch on to an ideology and be encouraged in that direction by fellow lunatics. But, uh, you know, Las Vegas, Parkland, uh, Columbine, I could give you a dozen more examples if you'd like. People who either seem to be politically left or completely apolitical. I am absolutely against getting a handle on extremist ideologies that motivate people to kill. But that's not the fundamental question. That's what we've been talking about all day today. And, Drew, you can comment on that if you want. We didn't have you on to talk about that. But um, I think if we're going to be serious as a society, we really need to figure out what is the right question before we find the right answer. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I think, um, you know, uh, HN is just one sort of symptom of, of the root problem, but you see it there as sort of a microcosm. And with a lot of these shootings, or there is sort of a white supremacist background. There's this extremist belief in anti-everything, but this, you know, sort of a perfect race. And, you know, there is also a lot of support for, Trump and you know this this gets into one of the struggles with with HN, which is that domestic terror in this country is treated differently than international terror and part of that reservation and this is what sources tell our our folks who cover the FBI is that there's um you know a reluctance to pursue some of these white supremacists because they can end up blending with parts of President Trump's base. And it becomes a real political um, struggle to know where do we draw the line? Where does it get too hateful? And, um, you know, HN has celebrated being right in that in that danger zone. They 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 encourage people to to fall into that. Ideology. Well, you know, that's so a really interesting point. I think it completely misses my point. Um, and the minute you turn this about Trump or people who just have adamant political beliefs, again, we are distracted from the real question. Why are angry young men using mass murder as a coping mechanism? Well, let me turn it that back. That is the question. Let me turn it back to the tech question uh, with Drew Harwell of Washington Post. So is there is this just a um, uh, something that comes along with having the Internet, which I assume is not going to go away? the ability for people to get together on websites and have these kind of conversations about whatever it is that they're into? Or is there anything that, that could, that will someday lead to ending this or is this just come with having an internet? Uh, you know, I think it just comes with having an internet. I mean, you know, this is like we were talking about earlier. I think this is a place that people go when they don't have anything else. Right. I mean, it's really impossible to know who goes on HM because they're anonymous, but from the people who observe it, it's, you know, uh, people who feel totally alienated by society. There, there's even a term in, in HN where they call themselves NEET, N-E-E-T's, where they're, they're not employed, they're not educated, they're not in training. They're just sort of existing, and, and they're seeking a, a form of belonging. HN offers that belonging. It also offers this horrible, radical ideology but if you don't have anything else, that's going to seem more attractive. To I'm you. sorry, Drew, we're about out of time. And that is just a brilliant way to end uh, yeah, the good. chat, if you don't mind. It's always stimulating, yeah. Drew. We appreciate your time very much. Great. Thanks for talking. Oh, it's our pleasure. Neat. Not educated. Not employed. Not employed. And, tr- and not training. training. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. It's about connectedness. The lack of positive connectedness and the presence of the most awful sort of connectedness i'm telling you god and they're mean to each other on that side i oh, spent yeah. time on there they're just they just hate everything terrible it's something else Cruelty. armstrong and getty 
The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.